freedom 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 over fame freedom over cycle stays the same what's up everybody welcome to the never settle podcast my name is tyler i'm your host and this is our first episode our inaugural episode if you will uh today we are going to talk about who i am uh why we're here and i don't mean why we're here in in this universe on this planet whatever i'm talking about why we're here listening to me talking to a microphone this podcast is going to be a uh, a no bullshit kind of show um there's going to be interviews there'll be stories um stories about me stories about other people uh i'll be having conversations with people i know Hopefully at some point we'll be getting to have conversations with people who maybe I don't know yet, but I will have the pleasure of meeting uh, people that inspire, people that are are at the top of their game, or at least at a better place than, than I am in terms of the, whatever topic it'll be at that point in time. Uh, but the purpose is kind of to... To help everyone, including myself, especially myself, uh, live a life designed around the two words that are the title of this show, which is Never Settle. Now, in terms of the topics that we will cover, uh, I don't know if I want to limit that. Uh, I think I think it's more beneficial to, to me, to any listeners that may, uh, that may stumble upon this show, uh, I, I think it's better to to leave that open. I, I will say that topics I know we will cover are going to be, uh, there will be sports talked about, there will be business talked about, um, self-improvement of pl- many different kinds. Uh, that's kind of, I mean, that's kind of the overall purpose, like I said. I mean, the words never settle. That's That's where they kind of break down to so obviously that'll be a big portion of it Uh, fitness uh, nutrition it's going to be it's going to be a lot of different things Um, I've got a couple friends specifically that have have made serious progress in terms of their health and fitness and and I already know that I want to have them on uh, sooner than later so um, it's going to be a wide variety and and I'm excited about that because I I have a lot of interests uh, in things that I don't necessarily know as much about as I'd like to. So it'll be cool. It's going to be really neat to be able to learn uh, learn as I go, and uh, and that's another another reason why I'm doing this. Uh, a lot of people kind of they start podcasts and they get on there and talk about how they did things or how they learned things or. Uh, they talk about the past, and I think this this is a cool opportunity for me and anyone listening to uh, to come along uh, along the journey because I am in the middle of it. Um, <laughs> I'm not in the middle of it. I'm in the beginning of it. I haven't done anything that I want to do yet. Uh, nothing big. I recently. As I will talk about eventually, recently I got married, and I'm now expecting a child. 
so I'm father to be, but that's that's how I'm starting my life, I guess, is a good way to put it. Uh, so I have a lot to do. I have really big dreams. I have really big goals, uh, some big, hairy, audacious goals, as you'll probably hear referenced a decent amount on this show. Um, but I, I haven't even really scratched the surface yet. And that's what's cool. So you get to listen along on my journey as I learn, um, as I as I discover new truths about life, about myself, uh, and as I do my very best to to never settle. I want everything out of this life that I can get, and I do not want to settle for anything less. So, without further ado, I would like to I would like to tell you a little bit about who I am, where I come from, uh, how I got to where I am now. Uh, I think I think it's beneficial to understand <laughs> like <laughs> most people that do these kinds of shows I feel like they all say I'm nobody special I'm nothing special I'm just a simple guy but <laughs> I mean maybe it's true maybe they all are and it's just they just went after it and they never quit but but man <laughs> if I can do it Anyone can, and there is just no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Um, so as I said in the beginning, guys, uh, my name is Tyler. I am, at the recording of this episode, I am 29 years old. I was born in a small town, and I was raised in a smaller town. Uh, and, and that's really all I knew for the majority of my upbringing. Uh, my, my mom was, everybody says they have the best mom, but I really, I really believe that, uh, that I had the best mom. And I mean, everybody has faults, everybody has flaws, everybody has setbacks. Uh, but in terms of having someone there to support you, to love you, uh, pick you up when you've fallen my mom really she really was there 100% of the time uh, after having me it was there was nothing else it seems looking back at least that was nothing else mattered to her it was just me and eventually when my sister came along uh, obviously she she was part of that equation as well but but my mom literally gave me everything she had. And that's, I mean, I'll never, I'll never really be able to put into words how much I appreciate that. At the same time, I mean, everything has a downside, like I said. So, and I can get into all that. Right now I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about who I am, obviously. So... Um, 
I had a I had a good a good life, a good upbringing. Uh, if I needed something, I got it. Uh, I never I never went without. But I never had. I never had. Uh, There's nothing extra. Uh, I had everything I needed. I had almost everything I wanted, but I didn't have. There was nothing. How do I say this? There's nothing extra to see. Um, before. Let's see. I don't know. It was after graduating high school, so basically my whole uh, adolescence was not spent in a bubble, but I mean, kind of. I really didn't know what else was out there. I didn't know what was possible. I heard people say you can be anything you wanted, but I didn't know what I wanted because I didn't know what there was. Uh, I knew my little town. I knew about an hour in each direction, and that was it. Um, and so it's it's really hard to to shoot for the stars when you don't know where they are or what they look like. However, I don't want that to sound negative. Like I said, and I will say it over and over again, just to make it a point, I had everything I needed. Uh, so, so I'm not going to complain about my childhood, uh, my teenage years, anything like that in that sense. Uh, something, though, that I think most people would complain about and do complain about, and I'm actually going to flip it, but I was, I was not the fat kid, and I definitely shouldn't have been, uh, but in the, in the same aspect of I got everything that I wanted, uh, that included food. I got to eat what I wanted. I was I was pretty spoiled. Uh, for <laughs> I found out later in life that we were we were literally living below the poverty poverty level. Um, I don't know how on how on God's green earth my mom was able to to do what she did, but uh, we didn't have anything extra, I guess, and we must have been really behind on bills because because I I got what I wanted. Um, I favored the box mac and cheese and other pastas and pretty much anything that tasted really good, I wanted. And I wanted it all the time. This was back in the days where we went outside all day. Uh, <laughs> video games were starting to be a thing. I had the old Nintendo 64. If anyone on here doesn't know what that is, you are going to probably want to listen to future episodes because I have a lot that I can say to help you. Uh, and I think what the message that I'm going to bring to this podcast is going to be for you, um, especially. So what I'm getting at, though, is I wasn't necessarily the fat kid because we were always outside. My friends and I were always outside. We were riding our bikes. We were playing basketball. We were playing football. We were down to throwing rocks at each other. That's a story I'll get to at some point. Um, it, it was all kinds of stuff. But the point is we were, we were moving. We were out doing things. We were very active. And so I kind of could eat whatever I want for the most part uh, until after high school. But that's, I'll get there. 
uh, in high school, I was decently athletic. Uh, not as much as I could have been, but that was a lesson I needed to learn the hard way, as I will explain at some point. Um, but it, was, it, it really came down to my lack of effort and my lack of having any sense of control with my diet. Uh, and that kind of, like I said, I wasn't the fat kid, but I certainly wasn't the skinny kid. Uh, and that's kind of what everybody was interested in at that point. Uh, at the time, I thought I was huge, massive, fat. Um, and it really held me back mentally. I, I should say, even though I wasn't, I mean, I kind of, I had that thought for a reason. Um, I was bigger than the skinny kids. Uh, and there was certain people that made it a point to tell me that. Uh, I was bullied pretty pretty heavily for, I want to say, it probably started around fourth or fifth grade, and it went all the way through, through, I guess, my junior year in high school, really. Um, and after that, it was, I mean, there, it was, it was, it was kids that was older, that were older than me. So, I mean, once I was a senior in high school, I wasn't around people that were older than me. Uh, but it, uh, it really put me into a specific mindset and that was where I stayed for a while. Um, I, I didn't get it. I went off to college after high school and I don't know what I was searching for to this day. I don't know what I was searching for, but I was searching for something because I think I attended one, two, three, four four or five different colleges um, and it, it was all for different different reasons really because like I said I don't know what I was looking for I I only went to one of them where I actually had to move somewhere and I think that was as close as I got to getting out of the uh, the mindset that I was in and that changed that time changed me forever. And I think, I, I know, I, I would not be the same person I was. I would not be the same person today um, that I am now if it wasn't for that, uh, that year I spent in, in the dorms, really. <laughs> I will bitch and complain about uh, about our education system to no end on this podcast, I'm sure, for as long as it lasts. But at the same time, I have to give credit where credit is due, and, and that that year changed me. Uh, but it wasn't because of the schooling. It was because of uh, the people and a couple specific people that I met that really helped me to... Uh, to step out of the 
attention-seeking state that I was in and 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 just kind of be me. Now, this didn't fix the whole situation. Uh, like, I wasn't just, like, flipping a light switch, all of a sudden this different person. I would... I would compare it more to a picture like in the movies when uh, there's a big a big dam that breaks. Uh, it'd be like that first crack in the wall, the big dramatic crack that, that you always see where you know something's going to happen. Uh, this was that for me. Uh, but it wasn't for a while yet before you'd really notice. Uh, this was just a phase of me kind of breaking loose and and partying and there was a lot of bad that came with that one good uh, but I wouldn't trade it for anything because I wouldn't be here where I am right now today without that experience at face value it, it just looked bad uh, there was <laughs> an incalculable amount of drinking uh, extracurriculars I mean just picture a, a party school that's where I was we were me and the the small group of friends that I hung around with were <laughs> we were semi-popular just because we were small town and 98 99% of the people that went to the school were from bigger cities, and so we were different. And we stuck out in a good way because of that. And by a good way, I mean uh, people like to hang around us because we offered something different to the table. And that was the first time that I had experienced that. Like I said before, I was from the smallest of towns, so that was just all I... All I ever knew and it wasn't ever anything different and so it was almost a whatever thing for me now it was it was something different it was something cool and I liked that and so just being me offered me attention and so that was what helped me kind of bust out of that shell and be like hey maybe it's okay to just be myself that was that little crack in the dam Unfortunately, it was also the crack in the dam for my downfall. Uh, I, I don't even know how else to explain it. It was, it, I mean, it was the most unhealthy habits from eating to drinking to name it. Uh, sorry, Mom, if you're listening to this. But it, it was so bad at one point that... And I don't think I've ever actually told most people this story. Uh, but it was so bad at one point that I, I actually started to to not hang around there. At, on the weekends, I'd go home a lot. Uh, not because I didn't want to be around it, but because I couldn't handle it. I couldn't <laughs> couldn't hang, to be, to be frank and honest about it. Uh, <laughs> and eventually I would, uh, I would transfer out and I would leave because it was it was too much and I don't know looking back I don't remember if I was aware of that at the time or or if it was just 
kind of a I need to get out of here scared feeling, really. Um, but I did leave after a year. I spent one year at that school, and then I, I moved back home. Uh, and then I, I moved on to the next school, and that was, that was a big turning point for me because it was, it was going back to my old life but with my new mindset. Uh, and it kind of opened, it opened doors in my brain for the, the possibility to be what I wanted. I, I, I was given that permission uh, over that year to be me and to be who and what I wanted to be. So now I could really kind of, kind of test out my new, uh, my new mindset back at home around, around my people, uh, which was again, good and bad. I, I carried that positivity along with the negative bad habits that I had, uh, had learned and experimented with over that year at school and and it continued to bring me down <clears throat> I don't need to necessarily right now go into the next couple years of my life but long story short I was <clears throat> excuse me I was aggressively unhealthy and I ended up showing it and showing no signs of slowing down. Uh, and I wouldn't slow down for a number of years, really. Uh, to just give you a glimpse into, into who I was, uh, <clears throat> I spent my days, my weekdays, uh, and by that I mean Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday-ish, Sometimes Thursday, I would go to, I would go to school, and I would go to work, and then I would do virtually nothing. Uh, I don't remember what I did, and I, I think that's because I didn't do anything. It's not because I don't remember. It's because there was nothing to remember. Uh, but then, like a, a Thursday ish, and then Friday, Saturday, and most of the day on Sunday, I would be drinking partying, doing what I could to, uh, to be around people to get attention. I had kind of received enough attention over my, over my time away that uh, I wanted more of it. And it wasn't hard. It really wasn't. I, I, I was able to surround myself with people uh, that, that wanted to do that same thing. You're, you're going to find those people everywhere, whether it's at a party school or in small town USA. So, and, and they're good people. I don't, I don't want it to sound like I'm, I'm bagging on those people and, and down talking who they are. They're, they're good people. Uh, they're just stuck in a revolving door of habits that, that were bad for me. Uh, maybe that's, Maybe that's the life they want to live. It's not the life I want to live. I just didn't know that yet. And if I did, I wasn't letting myself into, in, into realizing that fact. 
And so, and so that's who I was for a few years. And it got really bad, and I got better. Uh, I would get busy with certain things, or there'd be a girl, or whatever it may be. Uh, I, <laughs> I was in a bad spot. I don't know exactly when, when the turning point, if you want to call it that, happened. Uh, but I started to, I had been interested in, in like fitness, in health for, uh, I don't know, for really since high school. Like I said, I was, I, I was semi-athletic, really. Uh, I was, I was good in, in track. I was decent in football. I could have been a lot better in basketball. Uh, so that realization that I had some athletic ability got me interested in fitness but I had never really tapped into it uh, I started lifting a little bit around uh, around the college years but it wasn't until probably 24 or 25 that it really started to really started to be something that I was enjoying uh, I don't remember the exact time but I know, I, I, remember, I remember it, I just don't remember when it was. There was a time frame where a friend of mine was working out, so I was working out with him. And I noticed that I was making slight changes, and when I would work out, the feeling that I would have was unlike anything I think I had ever felt before. It was a kind of high that I had not experienced prior. So that was a new, a new introduction, uh, realization for me, and it was a new, a new door that had been opened. I didn't really look into opening that door further and walking in for a while. <clears throat> I just did kind of the same shit for. A little while longer until <clears throat> I I was introduced to uh, a man on the internet <laughs> or for lack of a better way to put that uh, his name is Derek Wida and if you aren't familiar with Derek I highly recommend looking him up he is a uh, he's an army veteran he is a an amputee. Uh, he got his leg cut off just above the knee because uh, he got shot in war. How badass is that? I mean, the dude's an all-around badass. He is extremely inspirational, and he's very real and raw. And I think that's what I related to. It was, I don't, maybe related to isn't the right way to put it, but it was... It was what I needed to hear. It was that real, hey, this shit sucks message that I needed to hear. Because everything prior to that point was, I'm going to put on a face to make everything great and okay in the eyes of everyone around me, no matter how much I hate myself. Here was Derek flipping that. It was, hey, I'm going to tell you how much I hate myself, and then I'm going to do something about it. And I hadn't experienced that before. That was new. And it was everything for me. 
because that, like I said before, that introduction to the different mindset was the crack in the dam. This was water shooting through a hole in that dam. And you can see the hole getting bigger. This made such an impact on my life. I don't know. I, I don't know if I can put it into words, really. But I was immediately entrenched in intaking everything I could about Derek Wida. And that's how I got introduced to to First Form, to, which I will definitely get into at some point, uh, to a, a just an endless amount, to Andy Frasilla, to Sal Frasilla, uh, a bunch of my friends that I now consider to be uh, lifelong friends of mine. It's, it was such a, such a big moment in my life and I, until right now, I really don't know if I've actually thought about how impactful that was. Uh, but it was, it was huge. And that really started me on the path of, okay, fitness is kind of cool. Like, it was an interest for me before. I had noticed that it did good things. But it wasn't like, mm, yeah, it's cool enough to where I want to pursue it. Now it was like, hey, this dude is actively changing my life just by me watching him uh, and he is very involved in fitness it looks to be the main thing he does maybe that's what I need to do so that's what I started doing I got very involved in learning as much as I could about fitness and nutrition uh, I and that both in in practice and in learning uh, via education. I was pretty much on the computer all the time reading, uh, reading articles and watching videos about different exercises. Uh, I was still in college, I guess technically. I don't really know what I was pursuing as far as a degree. I don't think I even wanted to pursue a degree. I just think I was there to be there at that point for other things. Uh, but I started focusing the classes that I was able to choose, the electives around uh, nutrition and things like that. And that was really all I had interest in surrounding myself with at that point. I was still, <laughs> don't worry, I was still the weekend war warrior, uh, and I was still partying as much as I could. That didn't change for a while. But I was... I was starting to turn turn that leaf uh, of seeing something else. That put me on on a good track, and I stayed on that track really for for a while. Uh, I was improving myself. I was reading. I was active. Uh, I was getting in better shape. Uh, this was this was while it was my introduction to the. The, my transformation challenge through first form and that was helping me kind of stay on track but I didn't really I didn't really make significant headway uh, but I but I was making good steps in the right direction and that was what was important until I had my injury in what was it it was November 27th of 2015 
uh, I was playing basketball in a men's league for what the place I was working for. And I decided it would be a good idea to go for a rebound uh, when there was a man who was, and I'm not exaggerating this, six foot seven, 350 pounds. And keep in mind, I am, I'm a foot shorter than that. And at the time, I was probably 120 pounds lighter than that. But I thought it would be a good idea for me to try and get that rebound. Uh, this man disagreed strongly. In an unfortunate series of movements, I ended up completely blowing up my, my right shoulder. I tore my labrum in two places, as well as completely detaching it from, uh, from the bone itself. Uh, this is in addition to, I mean, a dislocation, and I don't even know what else was damaged in there, but it wasn't anything. The only thing that required surgery was the labrum. Uh, <laughs> and we didn't even know how serious it was until after the surgery. They told us going in that all they could see was two small tears, uh, on the MRI and that it would be, it was just going to be a, a two to three hour surgery. It was going to be simple, not a long recovery. Um, and I was excited about that. It was good news. I was excited to be able to get back to my life, uh, without any, well, not any, but without too much of a disruption. And then I came out of surgery and they told, they told me, basically the opposite of what they told me beforehand. They said the two to three hour surgery had turned into a six hour surgery or six and a half hour surgery. Uh, they told me all of what, the extent of the, the damage that there had been. And now instead of a two or three month recovery, I was looking at a six to eight month recovery if everything healed the way it was supposed to. Great. I was not happy. Um, and, and I didn't become happy for a long time. I was very much sad, depressed, uh, not someone anyone would have wanted to be around, I can imagine. I don't really remember, but I was stuck in the sling for uh, around three months, and that was like 100% of the time. The only thing I could take it off for was to shower, and then I had to, I, I couldn't move it at all. I basically had to be monitored while I was, while I was showering, uh, to make sure that I wasn't going to move my arm. It was uncomfortable. I couldn't use it for anything. And then that kind of helped me along in, I don't, I don't like to blame this for, for what happened, but, uh, but it was, it was my excuse. Really. I, I didn't want to do anything. I was depressed and I wanted to sit around and do nothing. Cause I told myself that's all I can do. I, I can't do anything. I don't have an arm. I was very right-handed. Uh, so you can only imagine the struggle it would have taken to do any of the normal activities. But I didn't, I didn't even want to go walk anywhere. I was embarrassed. I didn't want to deal with the questions that people were going to ask. What would you do to your arm? What's going on? I didn't, I didn't want to deal with it. And so I just stayed home. I laid in a recliner. I ate food. And... After some time, uh, this put me in a situation where I was, I'm just 
I can see the picture of myself in my head right now. There's a picture out there of me at a concert with a friend of mine. And at this time, I was, I think I was at like my peak, my peak weight. I don't mean peak like in a good way. I mean, I, I was 307 pounds. And that really doesn't, saying that number really doesn't sound like a huge number um, for most people. Like I said, the guy that helped me along in, in hurting my arm was, was more than that. He had to be. But I'm, I'm five foot seven, and I had almost no lean muscle mass on my body at this point. I was very weak. And so this 307 pounds was probably... I'm not even gonna get. I'm not even gonna guess what the body fat percentage was because I don't. I don't know if there's a point in guessing. It was a. It was a lot. And I think this would be like if somebody came to me and said, "What was the low point of your life? The lowest point of your life?" This is what I would point to. It was bad. Uh, I. This is the only time in my life where I've ever had actual, legitimate suicidal thoughts. Uh, I didn't want to. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to be alive. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to recall the progress, the progression of uh, events that, that dug me out of it. Uh, all I remember is a friend of mine, uh, shout out to Laura Rislov, she texted me. I don't, I don't know if it was out of nowhere, but I, I remember it as being kind of out of nowhere. Uh, maybe we were talking a little bit, but she texted me out of nowhere, I think it was the end of March, 20 had to be 2018 and said hey uh let's start going to the gym is the essentially what what the conversation came down to and we kind of talked about it i think a little bit before but this was basically it was it was, it was saying hey we're going to the gym monday morning at 4 a.m yes 4 a.m for this fat chunk of lard that i was at the point uh <laughs> that was not a thing. So, but, but she wasn't, she wasn't kidding around. It was, Hey, let's go to the gym. We're going to start going to the gym at 4am every day uh, during the week. And, and that was that. And for some reason, uh, I responded with, all right, let's do it. So I'm glad. I'm so glad. I'm so thankful, uh, eternally grateful to her for that uh, that time because we did we we got there 4 a.m. the next uh, the next Monday we went to the gym together and we did that almost every day for months and it worked uh, I I spent the next few months being very diligent about uh, about my my fitness my nutrition and I ended up losing 85 pounds that year, uh, and that was that was huge for me, because it lit a fire under my under my ass for for life. Uh, fitness is still something that I'm extremely involved in, uh, personally with my own health, uh, with my with my career, uh, with my I, I'm always trying to improve my education on the topic. 
And so it's, it's, it's a big thing for me. And I don't want it to sound like this whole podcast is about fitness, but it's, it's been such a massive portion of my life that I don't know if I can overstate it. I don't know if that's possible uh, be, because it really has had a bigger impact on me than I don't, uh, probably anything else. Now here we are three or four years later, and I've had ups, I've had downs, uh, but overall, I, I am in a better place, and I am working very hard to keep improving that. Uh, I, I'm 29 now, I turned 30 in January in just about three months, uh, turned 30 in three months, and my plan is to be, at that point, I'll be in the best shape of my life. Um, and I'm cutting it close, but I'm, I'm pretty determined, and I'm doing well right now. So that's a really, a really exciting aspect of my life right now. Uh, and I've had so much growth over the last, the last couple of years that I don't even know if I can. It's definitely not something I can, I can pack into one episode. Um, so I'll have to break all of that down. But just to give a, a, little, a little snapshot into it, over the last, just the last year and a half, I have moved to another state. Uh, I started dating, proposed to, and married the love of my life. And now we are expecting a child. In addition to that, I have started a new job and then started a business um, I got a dog shortly before that whole time frame uh, right at the beginning of it and he's probably one of the best decisions I've ever made it's there's just so much that I've packed into so much big shit that I've packed into a year and a half two years that it's hard not to change as an individual and so I, I'm, I'm excited to kind of dig into that in the future, but the point is, I have, I've come a long way, uh, and I have a long way to go, and I have a really long way that I want to go, and, and I'm excited about it, and I'm really excited to take you with me. I'm excited to document my, my progress and my process and the things that I learn along the way on this podcast. I think it's going to be a really beneficial tool for me to use. It's going to be a good way for me to sort things out and a good way for me to intake new information. I want to be able to give, to give real information. I want to be able to give real examples, uh, real-time examples of, of how things work and how how I work through things to solve problems and to show that, that I want to quit at times and then to show that I'm not going to. It's, it, it, there's, there's a lot of people in this world that I feel like need to, need to aim higher. I know that because I was one of them. Like I said, I didn't aim higher because I didn't know there was a higher spot to aim. I didn't know what was out there. So I want this to help show people what's out there. I want to show you what's out there and that it's possible for you to get to it. Uh, so aiming higher is something that everybody can, 
uh, can practice, can put into practice. And I want to make you believe that 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 you're worthy of that. <laughs> I am, I am the most random, simple, small town. I don't. There's, pick a word, like, seriously, just just pick a word of, of that one guy you know from that one town. It's it's me. I am him. There's nothing that could be less special about me, except for I'm I'm doing it. You just got to make a decision to go after what it is you want. And even if you don't know what you want, you need to make that decision to figure it out. Like, saying I don't know what I want is a cop-out. That's an excuse. Again, I know because I've done it. I used to say it all the time. I still catch myself saying it. But, but saying it is the same as quitting. It's giving you an out. It's letting you off the hook for not going further. But what you need to do is say, I don't know what I want yet, but I'm going to find out. And then you find out. Practice things. Try new things. Go new places. Do new things. Just experiences. New experiences are going to open up doors and windows and passageways. It's going to show you who you are and what the world is and how you fit into it. So let this be your permission slip, if you will. I am giving you permission to to chase more, to be what you want to be, to find out what it is you want. Go out into the world and experience new things and find out who you are and, and stop letting yourself take the easy road and give up all the time. This shit is hard. But I would argue that it's harder to sit on your deathbed when you're 70, 60, 50 years old and look back and and regret not doing it. So this is that point. This is the point where you need to go look in the mirror and have that hard conversation uh, because we're going to be done doing that mediocre average bullshit from now on. So if you have continued to listen this far, first of all, thank you. I appreciate it. It really does mean the world to me. Uh, I'm trying to go into this without any expectations. So that way I can, I can be more appreciative of, of every listener, everybody that takes a chance to listen to what I'm, what I'm saying, what I have to say, what I have to put out into the world. Uh, but I want to issue a challenge to, to everyone that is still listening to this. I want you to find a pen and a piece of paper uh, and I want you to write down three things for me. Not, not going to be a hard challenge. Uh, just three things. And I want you to, even if you have to sit and think about it for a while, just find, find a room, a quiet room where you can sit and think and really let yourself dream. Think of three things that you want. Not like right now, like I want five bucks, I want whatever. Think of three things that you want from life. Um, it could be 
your dream career. It could be, uh, it could be anything. If you want a certain amount of kids, if you want to be an astronaut, if you want a certain like dream car or something, think of three things and then write them down on this piece of paper. And then just keep the piece of paper, put it next to your, next to your bed on your nightstand or something, somewhere where you're going to see it often. Uh, and then you can, you can look at it and be reminded that, Hey, I want these things. And that's, that makes all the difference in the world, whether you believe it or not. Uh, and then if you want, shoot me a DM on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram handle is at Tyler R Berg, uh, T Y L E R R B E R G. Uh, and, and tell me what your dreams are. I want to know, uh, it would mean everything to me if you would if you would sh shoot me a message and tell me what those things are uh, and may, who knows maybe I know someone that can help you progress along the path to getting those to getting those things to achieving those goals you never know the world works in mysterious ways that is for sure but that is all I have for you today so take your homework and get it done and I'm gonna sign off I wanted to thank you if you've made it this far. Thank you so much for listening to me talk for, I don't even know how long this has been now, uh, talk for a while, and I hope you have enjoyed it. If you got any value out of it, if it sounded interesting, uh, just share it with a friend. I would greatly appreciate that, and it would be very helpful because I think the only way that it makes sense to keep doing this is if it does grow. So... Maybe I sound like an idiot, and it's just funny to listen to. That would be fine, too. Share it. Tell people. Uh, I want it to grow so I can keep doing it, because this is kind of fun for me. So with that, uh, I'm going to get out of here. This has been the first episode of the Never Settle podcast. My name is Tyler. Now go get to work, and always remember to never settle.